From the Financial Times in London, this is Mehreen Khan for FT News. The Greek debt crisis has taken yet another turn in recent days. A fresh battle has emerged between Greece's main creditors in the International Monetary Fund and the European Commission, which is threatening the next release of Greece's bailout money. With me is Jim Brunsden, the FT's Brussels correspondent. Jim, uh, for anyone who's not been paying attention for the last 10 days or so, why don't you fill us in on the latest escalation of tensions in Greece's bailout? So what's happened and why? What we've really seen over the last few days is a lot of people being very publicly very upset with each other. And that's contributed to a perceived deteriorating climate around Greece's bailout. It certainly sent jitters through the global bond markets last week. But basically, it crystallizes around a couple of different events. One of them is that the IMF published its long-awaited so-called Article 4 report into Greece, which is a survey of, of the economic situation in the country, which was very bleak. It said that Greece faces an explosive surge in its levels of public debt, that its debt is completely unsustainable. And that raised lots of hackles in Europe, where Euro-area countries have been supporting Greece economically for six years. And the European Commission, especially, is convinced that Greece is on a kind of upward path, and that the IMF is talking down Greece. That was the source of one one area of tension. The other was just a more general to and fro between Greece and the IMF about what Greece needs to do to convince the funds to sign up to its bailout program. And so that really centers on demand from the IMF that Greece legislates more policy measures in order to sort out its finances, and Greece claiming that this is an attack on its democracy. And that played out very publicly as well last week and over the weekend, and so contributed to this sense that things are going off the rails. But the real question is, are they? So what are the sticking points? We hear a 3.5% surplus, which the EU seems to be very sticky on, and a one5 which the IMF keeps repeating as a more viable target for the Greek economy. So are we going to end up somewhere in the middle? Yeah, they face a kind of quite complex interlocking problem. It boils down to three things, really. One is what kind of primary surpluses should Greece have to hit? So it's written into Greece's bailout agreement with the euro area that it has to reach primary surpluses of 3.5% uh, for the medium term starting in 2018. So it's, it's a kind of vague concept, but the idea is, is that for several years after 2018, Greece should be at 3.5%, which is a, a very high bar to reach. The IMF believes profoundly that that is completely unrealistic. So that's number one. Its second one is debt relief, which is, again, something being driven by the IMF, um, but also with lots of sympathy from countries in southern Europe saying, look, the burden being placed on Greece is too great. You have to grant the country debt relief. That's primarily a discussion which pits the fund against Berlin, which is the most resistant capital, as you can imagine, to granting Greece substantial debt relief. And the third one is policy measures. It's basically what kind of policy measures should Greece commit to doing now uh, that would at least in part kick in after 2018 if it fails to hit whatever surplus targets have been agreed. So you have a policy issue, a debt relief issue and a surplus target issue. And the problem is, is that they're all interconnected and have to be solved at roughly the same mm -hmm. time because whatever you agree on surplus targets has an impact on, on debt relief or what, what will be needed in terms of debt relief. What's been going on is that they've actually been making um, some headway or at least opening the door to perhaps making some headway on, on one of those problems, which is the, the policy issue. Like what measures should Greece have to agree to undertake to make sure it hits these, these surplus targets? And that was what this meeting we had in Brussels on Friday with a, a lot of the key players was about. From my reading, there seem to be some numbers around this. So is it right to say that they want around 1.8 billion before 2018 and then maybe to legislate for another 1.8 after. How difficult is that going to be for a notionally left-wing government 
to now pass through its parliament, having also gone through what was universally seen as a very, very tough bailout, already agreed in 2015. And the Greeks are arguing, we signed up to that. And now the IMF want more. What does this mean for the political dynamics of Syriza? Yeah, no, no, for them it's, it's extremely difficult. And that, that's one of the big sources of tension in all of this, because there is a, a real sovereignty question attached to this. And one of the big promises Syriza made the electorate when it came into power was that Greece would be put back in charge of its own destiny. And here is a situation where, in order to satisfy these concerns within the IMF that we've been talking about, the country is being asked to pre-legislate measures that would only apply after 2018, if they're ever applied. But what the IMF's been saying is, look, unless we're going to be given satisfaction on our fundamental concerns about the structure of the program, which would be what the IMF would really want, you know, lower surplus targets, more debt relief, unless we're going to be given that satisfaction, We've got to get a sense of confidence another way. We don't think the numbers add up in the programme. The idea proposed by the IMF is this idea of pre-legislation, that Greece should adopt legal measures now that would be kept in the holster for the time being, but then would automatically kick in if the country slips in meeting surplus targets. And Greek ministers from Prime Minister Tsipras down have attacked this as both going above and beyond the programme that was agreed and also being an affront to democracy. Uh, The country's finance minister, Yukid Sakalotos, has said this is an attack on democracy. Norms. It's, it's outside the normal scope of democratic behaviour in Europe. Tsipras reserved his harshest words for Wolfgang Schäuble and he referred to him as a pyromaniac and a man <laughs> who goes around trying to throw lighters in, in petrol-filled rooms. Is there a sense in which the political dynamics in Germany could shift the terms of this debate? Is he holding out some vague hope that a change in the political climate in Germany will make it easier on Greece? Yes. No, I mean, I think that's part of his calculation. And Tsipras is a politically very astute guy. I mean, he pulled this excellent manoeuvre just before Christmas, where he suddenly out of the blue announced some additional spending, given that the Greek economy had outperformed predictions. Uh, It was additional spending on low-income pensioners. And basically everyone fell into the trap he'd set. He actually broke the rules of the bailout by doing it, not because of the substance of the measures necessarily, but because he hadn't warned the EU institutions in advance. And so everyone fell into the trap in the sense that the Germans then decried what they said was a breach of the terms of the bailout. Greece can't unilaterally announce these kind of measures. It dents confidence. And then, of course, Southern Europe came riding to Cyprus's rescue, saying, well, how dare countries beat up on the Greeks just for wanting to help low-income pensioners? And basically everyone fell into the trap Cyprus had set. His strategy, more generally in terms of the bailout, has been to focus his criticism, especially on the IMF and within the euro area itself, on Schäuble. And I think he's recognised that Schäuble is much more hawkish than other elements, even of the current German government, let alone of parts of the opposition. And also he recognised that there's a general sympathy for the idea that the IMF's numbers on Greece are pessimistic. The problem in his calculation is that for sure at the moment there's a surge in the polls for the German centre-left, but also doing reasonably well in the polls is alternative for Deutschland who want to rip up Germany's membership of the euro entirely. So if you start taking pot shots at Schäuble, you can't help in the process also effectively be taking pot shots at the German government as a whole. And then you're playing with fire. If the German electorate starts to think Greece is not at all recognising in any way the assistance it's received, it's not at all grateful for the assistance it's received, then that could rebound on Greece spectacularly. Let's step back a little bit and look at the kind of institutional picture, and particularly the IMF. One big thing has changed, and that is we have Donald Trump in the White House, and the US is the biggest underwriter of the International Monetary Fund. They are the biggest shareholder. Are they more liable now to walk away than they ever have been because of the political change that's happened in Washington? It's a really interesting one. The short answer is we don't know yet. The main 
piece of evidence we've got to look at so far is this meeting of the IMF board that took place a week ago to look at the Article 4 report on Greece's economy. On that occasion, the board was split. You had euro area countries saying the IMF was being too pessimistic, but then other powers around the world all took the other side of the argument and all agreed the IMF staff report should be published as it was with these quite negative numbers on Greece. And so that coalition of countries taking that position included the US. It was, it was the US, Argentina, Brazil, China, pretty much every major non-euro area country you can think of. But then there was quite an important moment in the meeting where they had to decide whether in their statement afterwards in the press release, they would put in a line saying the IMF still tends to take a decision on its participation in the Greek program. Now, this was a key thing last year where the euro area secured this language from the IMF in May, where the IMF said it was its intention to take a proposal to its board by the end of the year to financially join up to the Greek program, so become a full participant in it. That didn't happen because of these ongoing discussions we've been talking about. My sources indicate the American representative at the meeting, turned around and said it would be better to leave that question alone for the time being. It's dangerous to read too much into it. It's very early days. It's certainly a concern here in Brussels, and it's certainly something that adds to the, this pressure, this sense that in 2017, there's a very short window of opportunity at the start of the year to get these big issues hanging over the Greece programme sorted. And that's not just a pressure that's coming from all the elections in Europe this year. It's, it's a pressure coming from this concern over what positions the new administration in the US might take. Well, we have a meeting on February the 20th in Brussels with the IMF and Eurozone Finance Ministers. I'm sure you will be watching it very closely, as will I. Jim, thanks so much for joining me from Brussels. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. 